Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It is the JR Sport Brief show on CBS Sports Radio. Happy Friday night, happy Saturday morning, happy beginning of the weekend. If you're on the East Coast, the West Coast, the Midwest, you could be anywhere. Thank you for tuning in. I'm happy. Coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia. Super producer and host Dave Shepard. He's holding it down for us on the boards in New York City. I'm going to be rolling with you for the next two hours. If you missed the first two hours of the show, that sucks. Hit Rewind on the free Odyssey app. I get started weeknights at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 Pacific. We have had a busy night, and damn it, we know we've had a busy week in the world of sports. Last time I looked, nobody got choked out tonight. Nobody got kicked. Just seems uh, pretty normal, which is good. It's, it's just pretty good. Brandon Staley got fired. We opened up the show talking about that. No, no surprises there. Ugh. Just wild stuff. Brandon Staley getting the boot after last night, standing in front of the media and pretty much making a plea as to why he should keep his job. Uh, If you don't recall what Brandon Staley said last night, take a listen to this. The reporters basically said, "Uh, you think you're going to keep your job? And this was his response. Do you expect to be the coach here tomorrow? I don't know that. Do Do you think you should be? Yes. I know that what I've done here for three years and I know what I put into this and um, you know I know that we're capable of going Uh, I know the type of coach that I am I believe in myself Um, but again this isn't about me this is about a a group that's hurting in there we got to get some rest and we got to get ready for Buffalo yeah the man didn't even make it through a full season sucks for him Justin Herbert goes down he gets blown out I don't know how you can say that. You got two seasons where you didn't make the postseason. One, you get fired. The other one, you go to the playoffs. You blow a 27 to nothing lead. Uh, yeah, at some point, you're going to go back to being a defensive coordinator. We talked about some other head coaches who are potentially on a hot seat. We know we've heard all the rumors about Bill Belichick looking at his final days as a member, uh, or really as head coach of the New England Patriots. It was only a couple of days ago where the rumors came out from NBC Boston and Bill Belichick was asked by the media quite a few times, hey, Bill, uh, you going to stick around? Did you get any assurances about your job? Like, what's the deal? And Bill Belichick is just like, I ain't thinking about nothing but Kansas City. Listen to this. Bill, I wanted to ask you a question. Speaking, obviously, for yourself and, and your understanding, do you have an understanding that Robert will not ask you to be back next year? 
Yeah. Get ready for Kansas City. That's what I'm doing. Yeah, I'm getting ready for Kansas City. Bill, while understanding that you're getting ready for Kansas City, have you and Robert discussed your future beyond the season? Getting ready for Kansas City. Yeah, he's just getting ready for Kansas City. Good for him. It'd be interesting to see where Bill Belichick might go. He is just so tightly associated with New England. I think Bill Belichick... I go New York Giants defensive coordinator, and I, I kind of skip over the whole Bernie Kosar, uh, Cleveland Brown stuff. I know my people in Cleveland would probably like to do the same. And then I just fast forward over to New England. To think that he could potentially add another team to the ledger makes me go, damn. Wow, wild stuff. We talked about Jung Hu Lee. Yes, the newest center fielder for the San Francisco Giants. We talked about a lot of people not necessarily wanting to go play in San Francisco. And then we got a few uh, horror stories for some callers just like, yeah, San Francisco's real bad. I'm like, okay, I, well, it was bad before I went, before the pandemic. It's, it's been since then. I ain't got no reason to go, but damn. And then obviously, I told you right before the break, we were going to talk about some football. Because now that we've entered into bowl season here in college, The NFL has taken their gloves off. The NFL has pretty much said, it's our time to shine. You're going to get football on Thursday. You're going to get football on Saturday. You're going to get football on Sunday and Monday. And I wish there was another Black Friday because you're going to get some there. We got football. We got three NFL games on Saturday. Minnesota at Cincinnati. We got Pittsburgh at the Colts. We have Denver at Detroit as our nightcap, and so if you should choose, yeah, there's not going to be the uh, same type of college action. I mean, here in Atlanta, you know, I'll be checking out the Celebration Bowl, but the NFL is just like, yeah, y'all, y'all opened up Saturdays for us? We got this. And so we're going to talk about uh, some of those games momentarily. Before we did go to the break, I did mention to you that Tyree Kill who is probably, I think, all things, I can say this because Justin Jefferson has gone down. Tyreek Hill is the best wide receiver in the game. He is, he is a video game by himself. He allows Tua Tonga Valoa to say, here, and then all you have to do is ask Tyreek Hill to run the next, I don't know, 50, 60, 70, 80 yards, whatever's in front of him, and that's it. I mean, for the season, he leads the NFL in receiving yards. Almost 1,500 of them. He leads the NFL in touchdowns as a wide receiver, 12 of them. He's second in receptions, 97 of them. But he he might not be available. We know he was dealing with that ankle. They take on the New York Jets this upcoming Sunday. If he's not out there, that's going to be a a massive hit to what they do. Uh, Ask the Kansas City Chiefs how they feel not having Tyreek Hill out on the football field. And so his own head coach, Mike McDaniel, he explained how, how in the hell could we see Tyreek Hill? This is what Mike McDaniel had to say. This is what will happen. He, in his season, his career on his team as a captain, um, if if he's confident, and then I have the support of the medical guys, he's confident that he can go be himself, and I have the support of... Um, the trainers that we we that that's responsible um, 
uh, to the wrist, then he'll play. If it's not that, then he won't. What? Shep, is, is he high? Does he get high before he talks to the media? He doesn't get enough sleep. That's what that sounds like, JR. Does he sound? But he, he doesn't sound. He can't sound like that when he addresses the players. I get it. Who sounds uh, effusive and enthusiastic when they talk to the media? The answer is nobody. Right. But every time he speaks, he sounds like he's – you think he's sleepy? Well, I think a lot of people are pointing as to why they lost to the Titans in the manner in which they did. Uh, they fell asleep in the fourth quarter like their head coach. It's kind of symbolic. So you think he's sleepy? Oh, he, slept, he fell asleep in the fourth quarter, as, as did the rest of the Dolphins, uh, uh, I'm mind talking you. about the press conference. No, I understand that. What I'm saying is he falls asleep in press conferences. I'm not surprised he falls asleep in fourth quarters. Okay. Well, he ain't the one playing, but I, I guess it makes sense. He just, he just sounds like he, uh, he needs some caffeine, just a little bit. New York Jets going to have an opportunity to, uh, to beat the Dolphins? What? I know the Jets beat Houston 30-6. to Zach Wilson somehow, someway, was named Offensive Player of the Week. And maybe the New York Jets will, will catch a break here against the Dolphins as they try to avoid going down to 9-5. and 855-212-4CBS. It's 855-212-4CBS. We got a lot of callers here on the line. So let's go to TJ. He's calling from Texas. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. What's up, TJ? Hey, what is up, JR? Actually, how a huge you? fan. You actually get me. You actually get me through my door dashing every night. To be honest with you. Well, how how, how is that? Do, are people tipping good for the door dash, or are they jerks? Well, actually, man, I actually used to own a restaurant for seven years, but due to the economy, it had to close. So I don't have to door dash. So the money comparable is not even comparable. But people are nice. People are nice. So that, does that mean they're tipping or are they just saying thank you? Uh, they're tipping. They're tipping. They're not tipping greatly. You know, I'm not getting like $20, $30, but, you know, 100, uh, 100 ones is $100. So it all adds up. Oh, and it's yeah, all better than kicking the stick anyway. You could take those 100 ones and throw them at a stripper later. Good. Well, I'm married, so I don't know my wife would appreciate that. More like buy baby food and diapers. Oh, well, damn. Yeah. How old's your baby? He is uh, two. He'll be three on June 19th, as a matter of fact. Oh, that's beautiful. Three years old. Congratulations, man. It's my first one. Oh, beautiful. Well, when the baby's old enough, take the baby to the strip club, okay? No, we're going to go see the Saints play. That's what we're going to go do. The Saints? Yes, sir. Put some, put, some, uh, put some of them safety, what do I call them things? For the, for the hearing, what is that called? Uh, Earplugs. Yeah, I don't know. Headphone, earplugs, noise cancellation. Make sure you take some of them to the Superdome, okay? Yes, sir. What's Hopefully on your Jay mind? Daniels be leading us out there. Okay, what's up? So I think I got a, I think I got a dark horse for the Chargers coaching job. Tell us. He's already in town. He's losing his quarterback to the draft, and the best quarterback in his state is committed to Alabama. And that's Lincoln Riley. You want? Why? I don't because want him, but I was like, you know what? They want an offensive mind. They want a young guy. There you go. And he's not happy that USC is going to the Big Ten because he ran to the Pac-12 to get away from the SEC. So now that he's going to the Big Ten, you think he you think he's going to quit? I uh, I don't know about quit, but maybe take an upgrade. I mean, that, I, I don't know about the money. I'm sure the money comparable is what USC and the, the Spanos would pay. But I mean, of course. Why would why would Spanos go from uh, a not? 
why would he go from a novice head coach to now bringing in Lincoln Riley? Who just for a change of pace, something, some an offensive, an offensive mind compared to a defense and a quarterback guru because his last two quarterbacks has won Heisman trophies and Jalen Hurts ain't doing too bad neither except for this year because he got fumbled, he got turnovers more than uh, Pillsbury did this year. Yeah, but I, I think we all know it's it's pretty tricky to when you bring in someone who doesn't have the experience and you want Very them true. to actually have a connection to the, the the entire locker room. I mean, we just saw. Uh, Urban Meyer, he basically gets snatched up by the Jags, and this man had all the experience in the world as a championship-winning coach at that level but couldn't connect with grown men playing in the pros. I mean, it's a it's a crapshoot. That is true. That is true. For, it's, it's for every for every Scotch Mike Shanahan you get, you get uh, Frank Reich. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, he, at, at least he, he played QB in the league. Hey, thank you, TJ. Appreciate you for calling from Texas, man. Oh, man, if I don't hear talk to you again, have a good Christmas there. You and Chef there, JR. Y'all have a good one, guys. Thank you. Well, good luck to you and your family, all right? Good stuff. Congratulations. Yes, sir. You. Yeah, good for him. Baby going to be three. You could take the baby to the strip club. There's nothing wrong with that. I think there may be some laws against it, but, you know, I don't, I don't follow laws. What the hell do I know? 855-212-4CBS. It's 855-212-4CBS. For CBS, yeah, it's tricky, man. If if you are the Los Angeles Chargers, you you gotta go for the safe pick. You can't go out there on the limb and just be ah, oh, let's bring in a college dude. Like that's that's too risky. I don't care if he is a a quarterback guru working with Hertz and so on. That's just like let's stay away from that. Matt is calling from Sacramento. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Go ahead, Matt. Hey, thanks for taking my call. Sure. I I just wanted to talk Giants really quick. Uh, sorry about that guy that was robbed. Yeah. I've got two kids. We go to the games all the time. Beautiful, beautiful park. And I can get tickets for $17. You can get tickets for $33 and sit down low. There's parking that's 20 bucks to 40 bucks around. Been to day games and night games. Problem with the Giants is front office. Hotani was never coming here, not for one minute. There's nobody else around him. You've got very few players since the decade ago that was a farm-raised situation. Bochi leaves, retires, comes back, wins the World Series first year back. It's front office. So you don't think that there are any issues. You feel fine when you go out to the ballpark. You cool with it. You don't got no problems. I got a 9 and 11-year-old. My kids were born in 12 and 14. I've been taking them to the parks every year, multiple games every year, day games, night games. There's a homeless problem. People make fun of it. It's a dirty city. There's a mayor that doesn't care. There's this and that. There's a poop app. Yeah, I know. I go and visit family and friends. But just like you said earlier in the show, the so, players are not living there. Yeah. They live in the surrounding areas, Berkeley. And, I mean, Petaluma. You're, you're yeah, you get, you get in your car and you there. drive in and you drive out like anybody else who commutes to work. A lot of people don't live in a downtown where they work. But hold on they a don't. second, It's Matt. a beautiful park. 
Yeah, I know the park is beautiful, but uh, Tenderloin ain't all so that nice. You said there yeah, is a poop is- app? Oh, yeah, San Francisco's got a poop app to tell you where the poop is on the street. So this is like, is this like, this is ways for poop? Well, there's a <laughs> known in the area, very big problem with the transients. Yeah. Yes. And I, I know. I, I didn't ask you that, Matt. I'm very, I have stepped over my share of poop in San Francisco. What you're telling <laughs> me is that there is an app like, like when I drive in my car and I'm, I use Waze, it's just like, hey, there's a car on the side of the road. There's an object in the road. You're telling me that y'all have that for poop? There is one that exists. Okay. Well, thank you. Thank you, Matt. Hey, you have a good weekend, okay? Watch out for crap. <laughs> you too. Right, thank have a good you. holiday. Appreciate you. You too. Damn. Shep, is there a, have you ever used the Citizen app in New York, Shep? I have not. Is there, there's not a poop app either, is there? I don't, I don't think so. I mean, you don't need an app to tell all the poop that takes place in New York, Jr. The rats is there's there's a rat app though, right? If there's not, there needs to be one. Did you see a rat today on the way into the studio? Jr. I see a rat every day into the studio. I see two rats every time I leave the studio. It's bad. Get out of it. It's getting worse. Is it from the construction of the building or like? What? Yeah, I think that has something to do with it. Um, it's I mean, tearing down their house. If you can I, blame Google. I, you, uh, well, there's a lot of things you can blame Google on, but I love Google in a lot of ways. But let's be honest, um, like in the, in the building that I live in, okay. and I pay, and not that anyone cares, but I pay $3,000 and this is with a roommate. Um, what? Yeah. What? Oh my God. Yeah, yeah. I pay three thousand dollars to live monthly. Uh, that's New York City for you, Jr. Damn, and I have bro. a roommate. It's time to move. Well, no, Jr. That's actually in considering what you get for bang for your buck in New York, living in a one bedroom for three thousand dollars. And obviously, my roommate is my girlfriend. Like Oof. that's actually relatively low price Oof. for New York City. It's three thousand dollars. There are I, I I and this is not a joke. My soul, there's so many people <laughs> listening. I know all over North America that are saying you're crazy. You know what? You can get a big old house here in so, Georgia, a big so, old house. So for anyone, for any, so everybody listening right now. So Jr. obviously works in Atlanta. He comes to New York a lot though, so he understands the real estate in New York. So we're in a the box. west. We're in the West Village. No, we're, like where uh, where this station is, where the headquarters are West Village. The average price for a one bedroom in the six, West Village, it, yeah, yes, is is close yeah. to seven thousand dollars a month. Yeah. So three thousand doesn't sound too bad now, does it? But the no, point it still, of that it still does. <laughs> but when I just, lived in New York, I had a I had a two bedroom in Westchester on the on a river for that much. Money. Yeah, Jr. But again, but that's not New York City. That's not Manhattan, right? That's not an I, island. But yeah, I, but who wants to live on that crap island when there's rats and roaches? Well, this is going to really make people excited to think about New York City. So where I live, um, with the three thousand dollars I pay for a, a month, um, there are rats. Every time I go down to the laundry room, the laundry room is obviously oh, in our building. Oh, nah, yeah. no. Yeah. You're paying for this? Yeah. You're paying for Master Splinter and his cousins? Yeah, although I haven't met Donatello yet, but yes. Well, not the turtles, the rats. <laughs> right, I wouldn't mind oh, seeing a turtle. God. If I'm going to see the rats, I might as well see Michelangelo and Leonardo, exactly. Or Shredder oh. while I'm at it. But yeah, I mean, that. It's, it's not a good situation to live in New York. And so when you think of New York City, thinking of rats is not far off. 
So if they got a poop app in San Francisco, maybe you can make a lot of money if you started the rat app. That's not a bad thought. Hey, listen, I heard the mayor of New York, Eric Adams, he says he hates rats. Well, he's not doing a good job of combating that hate. Well, you, you can start the rat app and people can identify where the rats are and where the trap should be. And then you could sell the app to the city. Yeah, I got to know algorithms better, but uh, I could certainly look into that. Yeah, he, That guy's still killing me with the poop app in San Francisco. Yeah, I feel bad for people in San Francisco because I, I, I know it has gotten significantly worse there in terms of um, homelessness and, and people living on the streets. And it's, it's more sad than, than, than comical. Um, people are really struggling post-pandemic, you know? Hey, listen, man, I, I got on BART one day out there, and I went through a tunnel, and uh, this was like 11 o'clock in the morning, and somebody was leaning up against the wall, and they proceeded to take their pants down and do a deuce. And I'm oh. just like, like, okay, all right. Like, yeah, I've, I've seen, I mean, I've seen, I've seen, I, unfortunately, I've seen more ass than I've wanted to uh, in New York, uh, but that was a new one. Anyway. We've had enough uh, poop and ass talk. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. We're going to take a break. When we come back, I want to take a look at some of these Saturday NFL games. The New York Knicks and the Phoenix Suns are playing a good game out in Phoenix. I'm going to get some more of your calls here on CBS Sports Radio. Don't move. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. JR, I'm a first time caller, long time listener. I love your freaking show, man. I listen every night. I make my 14 year old listen to your show, and he's an addict too. Keep doing what you're doing. I'm out. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. It is the JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio. I told you, we got. NFL action on Saturday now. We're whittling things down here at, at the college football season. Really, we got a couple of bowl, well, not a couple. We about to have a million bowl games, but the regular slate of, of, of games is done. Now the NFL has basically said, nah, 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 nah. We got this. And so tomorrow, we got a full slate of games that you can start watching all day long. We got three games. Minnesota at Cincinnati. Pittsburgh at Indianapolis at the Colts. And then we have the Denver Broncos taking on the Detroit Lions. That'll be the nightcap. That'll be the last game of the night. And that'll be the game that I'm really paying attention to. Uh, Detroit has now lost two out of their last three games. Uh, this past Sunday, they lost to the Bears 28-13. to You got some people feeling a little uneasy about what they're doing offensively as they, they try to get going. And so I'm going to be really paying attention to that. And I said this earlier on in the year, and I'm going to say it again. The Broncos, from their quarterback and their head coach, they're not likable. Russell Wilson looks like a phony, comes across as a phony. And then you have Sean Payton, who just comes across as a, a you-know-what, especially for all those comments he made uh, this past offseason about a coach who is no longer there, who's now the offensive coordinator 
for the New York Jets. A, a little bit of a, of a bully. And so this past Sunday, pretty easy uh, for the Denver Broncos to go out there and beat the Chargers. They won 24-7. Uh, to seven. They have been on a run. I mean, outside of losing to Houston, uh, Denver hasn't lost besides then since, like, the beginning of of October, really. And so they're going on a run. Uh, Denver Broncos have a record of 7-6. and six. They're trying to push their way uh, into the playoffs, into the postseason. And, of course, Russell Wilson. He knows it's a tight playoff race. And I want you to listen to Russell Wilson give you all types of cliches about how they're going to fight and battle and take it one game at a time. Listen to this. I think the best thing that we can do is focus on us having great fundamentals uh, down the stretch. I think a lot of teams lose their fundamentals, players and everything else, having great fundamentals, having great practices, having great study sessions. Um, you know, and I, I think our team camaraderie is really special. You know, I think we're just su- super tight, offense, defense, especially everybody together. Yeah, every, everybody. It's just, what else is he going to say? He doesn't say anything negative. Even when he's telling a lie and not being honest, he, he finds a way to make it sound, quote unquote, nice. Dan Campbell, he's as authentic as authentic can be. You would think that he got dropped on his head. He's so honest. Dan Campbell said, yeah, well, I, I know we lost. I know we lost to the Bears, but we're going to bounce back. Listen to Dan Campbell. I think when you feel like the, uh, the players take it over for themselves, you know, there's a level of intensity and urgency that they bring upon themselves. That's, that's where you can really feel it. Okay. Um, why, why, why the hell not? We'll see what happens with the Lions. I, I think maybe they're coming back down to earth. There's no doubt that they're going to make it into the postseason, which will be nice to see, but you, you don't want to be playing like crap while you're on your way there. Not at all. 855-212-4CBS. It's 855-212-4CBS. Another matchup I'm looking forward to, and I may not sit down and watch it because why would I? Minnesota's about to run out their fourth starting quarterback. They told Josh Dobbs, hey, man, have a seat. Uh, Minnesota's going to take on Cincinnati. And Jake Browning, I guess he's going to try to aim to complete 100% of his passes. Wouldn't shock me if that was the case. And so Jake Browning, just at completing passes at almost like a 70% rate so far since replacing Joe Burrow. He's talking about the Vikings, and he's like, yeah, I know it's going to be tough, but I'm trying to go out there and whoop some ass. Game planning in general, like they're, they're very unique. They blitz a lot, and so I think, you know, it's kind of the main thing. And like you said, you know, they blitz, and they drop eight, and you know, there's a lot of variety. Got a lot of really smart players on their side of the ball that do a good job handling that volume of different stuff. You know, since taking over for Joe Burrow, this guy has completed 75% of his passes. Like, how long is that going to last? This man is out of Washington. He's 27 years old. Is he going to get a starting job into the future somewhere else? Like, what, what's the deal? Everybody can get a quarterback from nowhere except for the New York Jets. They got Zach Wilson. 855-212-4CBS. Who do we have here? We got Chris He's calling from San Francisco. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. Hey, JR. Great show. Um, I, I just uh, want to push back on some of this San Francisco slander, which is, um, you know, people, my family that don't, who are out of state think that we're stepping on poop all over the place. You know, 90% of the city is 
It's very clean. It happens to be that the tenderloin, as you mentioned, and the area around Union Square in the ballpark is unfortunately the, the worst part of the city. Yeah. And that's what people see when the ball part, when the ball teams stay in the Union Square and they walk to the park and they take the cab. Ninety percent of the city is beautiful and clean, and it happens to be uh, violent crime-wise. You're much safer in San Francisco than all of the cities in Florida. You know, which you, you can say till the cows come home, but people won't, you know, look at the violent crime. You're safer in the city. But I, my, the one point I really want to make is this is a front, as the guy said, this is a front office problem. You have a front office that has done really poorly. You have, you're in year five of Farhan Zaidi. He's not drafted well. He has not built competitive teams. He had one sort of fluky team, and they're deflecting. But to say that it's the city when no the players don't even live in the city, like you mentioned, the Bronx, and the fact that hitting this ballpark is impossible. They haven't had a free agent big signing since Barry Bonds in 1992 because hitters don't want to come here. Even during the championship years, they didn't have any free agent hitters come here. That was all built in the farm system. And the, the, the whole it's a deflection from a failed front office. All right. And, well, you know, let me let me ask you something more important. Did you just did you just insult the state of Florida? Yes, every single city oh, okay. with a population right. of that's higher than San Francisco or the same has a higher violent crime rate than San Francisco. It's a fact. Tampa, okay. Fort Lauderdale, uh, Miami. It's, well, so all were you more just, dangerous than the city of were San you Francisco. Just, were you just sitting around, uh, like, Googling crime statistics in Florida? No, like, what I, were you doing? I live in the city, and I'm very, very conscious of what the problems of the city and very conscious of what, you, how it's become a punching bag, and it is just, it's a safer city. It, so, might, yeah, the answer is, the answer is yes. You, you studied crime stats in Florida, yes. Yes, I study okay. all over the country. It's a, what do you do for, if you don't mind me asking? What do you do for a living? I work. I work in tech. Oh, you work in tech. All right. So yes. you just study crime for for fun? Like, what are you doing? No, I'm very aware of San Francisco being an attack, and I I I try to set the, my family members who think I'm going to be murdered, and I tell them that I'm safer than when they're walking in when they go to the cities in their state. They don't are you me are you are, are you safer in San Francisco or am I safer here in Atlanta? Uh, the crime, I don't I don't know okay. the crime rate in Atlanta. All right. To be honest, just just Florida. What about New York? Tell Shep is 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 Shep safe in New York? Yeah, he's safer in New York than he would be in Miami or Tampa or or, oh, or okay. Fort Lauderdale. We, we, okay, Chris. Now, I agree with you, though. San Francisco, the Giants stink, and, and yes, it's it's more so to have to do with that in Barcadero, downtown, Tenderloin, Union Square area. Hey, you, you be safe, okay, Chris? Thank you for calling. I feel safe. Thank you. All right. Thank you, man. Take care. Bye. No problem. Shep, don't you feel so much better now? No. <laughs> He's sitting around, and he, for whatever reason— I should have asked him about, uh, you know, crime statistics. You think he knows crime stats for, like, Dallas, the Metroplex? No. Like, if someone asked me what I'd do, like, I would be like, I'm an executive producer and I host on CBS Sports Radio. I, I, don't, I don't say, like, I work in sports. Like, that's, that to me sounds like a five-year-old's answer. So when you asked him that question, I was He's not a- secure nor confident in any data he was giving us whatsoever. That he works in tech? Yeah, that's such a vague, general uh, answer. Okay. It's like he's trying to, like, hide. Like, no one well, says maybe they work he in works, tech. Maybe he works for Google. I mean, he could. JR, if you work for Google and someone asks you what you do for a living, you're not saying I work in tech.
I mean, if you work for Google, do you want? I know plenty of people that work at Google. I don't think they want people to know. Well, I, I feel like you're gonna have like a more like you're gonna be like a data specialist, or I'm I'm a you know I'm an engineer, I'm a software engineer. Right. You know, I'm, you know, you're not gonna say I work in tech. So when he gave you well, that answer. He lost all credibility in any uh, futuristic data he was going to give us. People ask me what I do sometimes, and sometimes I don't want to be bothered. What do you do? I'm just like, uh, like I'm a producer, which I am. You know, just leave it there. Well, there's a difference, though. He was looking to get into a conversation with you. It's different if you're getting into an Uber after a four-hour show working, you know, hosting six days a week, and you just don't want to be bothered with sports conversation. But when you are engaging in a conversation with someone, I guarantee you if someone asks JR what you're doing, and correct me if I'm wrong, you're not going to say, I produce sports. You're going to actually tell them what you do. Yeah, uh, unless yeah. I need them asking me 21 questions <laughs> about every topic in the world of sports. Right, know? right. But you, but you, 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 you read people well. You would have a sense of who those people were before even getting into a conversation. Hey, look at this. We got the NBA is a funny league. <laughs> Sorry, the New York Knicks just beat the uh, Phoenix Suns 139 to 122. Jalen Brunson played out of his mind in this game. And so Julius Randle, Jalen Brunson, finishes with a career-high 50 points. He was a perfect 9 of 9 from 3. He had 9 assists. He was 17 of 20, excuse me, 17 of 23 from the field. And so the game ends. Julius Randle gets the ball. He holds it high over his head as if to say, no one is going to take this from us. And he jokingly kind of gives it a pat and hands it over uh, to Jalen Brunson. Uh, Giannis Atetokounmpo, uh, this is – people are making fun of him now. Like, this is a joke. Don't worry about it. I got the game ball. Jalen Brunson, uh, franchise history, first time for the Knicks, 50 points and nine threes. Jalen Brunson busts the ass of the Phoenix Suns. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. We are going to take a break. When we come back on the other side, yes, more of your calls. And then I'm going to tell you about a football game that does not take place on Saturday. We got to wait till Sunday to see the Dallas Cowboys and the Buffalo Bills. We'll get into them, get some more of your calls. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Hi, JR. Pleasure to speak to you. Uh, you know, I just recently discovered your show a few weeks ago and, and just got to tell you that you've got a very uh, easy listening style. Call in now at 855 212 4 CBS. It is the JR Sport Brief show here on CBS Sports Radio. We just had a New York Nick have one of the best games in franchise history. The New York Knicks are playing out in Phoenix, Arizona. The Knicks just beat the Suns 139-122. to Jalen Brunson went off. A career-high 50 points. This man took nine three-pointers. He made all nine of his threes. And for the Suns tonight, they had Bradley Beal out there. He only played five minutes before he had a sprained ankle. Uh, I mean, we'll we'll never see this big three play. Reminds me of Brooklyn. Durant had 29, Devin Booker at 28, 
and Jalen Brunson, I said, 50 points, nine assists. He took nine threes. He knocked every single one down. Perfect from deep. That's called being unconscious. And by the way, he took 23 shots total. He made 17. Ain't nothing better than feeling like that on a basketball court. It's a feeling that you could only wish you bottled up. Let's listen to the 47th point by Jalen Brunson. This is from the Madison Square Garden Network. Brunson, three-pointer. Bang! Jalen Brunson from downtown. What a masterpiece tonight. And the Knicks go up by 15. Oh, yeah, you didn't you didn't know Mike Breen is the, the host for the New York Knicks? Yeah, forget ABC, ESPN, the NBA Finals. New York Knicks fans get him all the time. Let's listen to the 50th point. Brunson, a three-pointer. It's good. Kalen Brunson nails another. Brunson, a career high now in so many different categories as the Knicks now go up by 20. The Knicks are now 14 and 10. The Suns fall to 13 and 12. The Phoenix Suns are now 2 and 6 in their last eight games. Let me know when Bradley Beal, Devin Booker, and Kevin Durant play in like, I don't know, five consecutive games. It may never happen this year. Jalen Brunson, Mr. 50 points, perfect from three. He spoke to MSG after the game. Yeah, and I'm sure he sounded happy. Well, I know I don't play my best and I'm turning the ball over. And um, that's just that's, that's what pisses me off the most. And so, um, I mean, uh, I, I just had to refocus up and um, just, yeah, I guess I did that tonight. Yeah, uh, I should have dunked it, but uh, <laughs> I gave it to Julius. I mean, it's just instinct, you know. We got to continue, uh, continue to get better in our chemistry, and now we're getting better, getting better, and now everyone's, just, everyone's on the same page. Shep, he did what now? So there was an opportunity for him to have a career high even earlier in the game, and he elected with a wide-open layup instead to pass it to his second-best player, Julius Randle, which then just tells you how great Jalen Brunson truly is. Oh, yeah, he's a great player. And it was a cool moment for Julius Randle to make sure that he got the game ball afterwards as well. We know that that was a uh, that was a point of contention earlier this week between the Pacers and the Bucks, and just it's it's funny to think that was one of the biggest stories of the week. Eight five five two one two four CBS. That's eight five five two one two four CBS. I got to let you know this before I pick up the phones. This portion of the show is brought to you by Nitsa. Whether you get pulled over or get into a crash, drinking and driving will change your world. Drive sober or get pulled over. Paid for by NHTSA. Let's go ahead and talk to Joe. He's calling from New Orleans. You're on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Joe? How's it going there? Uh, yeah, a couple of questions for you. The first one, uh, do you think the Saints win this season? I mean, win this weekend, excuse me, uh, win this weekend. And uh, will Dennis Allen survive, you know, survive this season? A lot of dissension down here. And um, I noticed something about you. I've been listening for a while there. Are are you a Stephen A. lover? Because you sound just like him. I'll hang up and listen. Am I a Stephen A. lover because I sound like him? Why? Because I'm black? Stephen A. Smith is about 20 years older than me. Am I a lover? I don't, I'm not really a fan. I really don't, act, in all actuality, I don't listen to too much outside of when I speak, outside of what pops up on social media. So odd, odd question 
I've met Stephen A. Smith. I've talked to him. It's just, am I a lover? I guess all black people are the same. And when it comes to the Saints, bruh, they, they got an opportunity to beat the Giants. You got Tommy DeVito coming into town. What does Tommy DeVito do in, uh, in New Orleans when he steps into the Superdome? We're going to find out. It's one thing to do that at home. Everybody's cheering for you. It's another thing when you have to go out there and do it on the road. 855-212-4CBS. It's 855-212-4CBS. Walt is here from Detroit. What's up, Walt? Hey, it's great to be on. I just want to talk about tomorrow's premier game, which would, of course, be the Broncos at my hometown Detroit Lions and why the Lions are going to win by 14. Dan Campbell is a Sean Payton protege, but the real deal. And this team's going to be ready to play. we got our whole offensive line back together. Ragnall's going to be back at center. Glasgow back at guard. Montgomery, Gibbs. Going to run the ball. Amon Ra is going to catch the ball. And J-Mo is going to have a big game. I just wanted to put that out there and predict that for all these Lion fans that are so nervous because we have not lost two games in a row since last November. Okay. Well, thank you, Walt, for calling from Detroit. Yeah, they are. Uh, it's funny how people go through the ebbs and the flows of a season. Earlier this year, people were telling me the Lions are the best and they're going to the Super Bowl. And now we got a bunch of Lion fans who are worried about the potential of, oh, my God, well, we're going to fall apart here at the end of the season. And and we've heard it. Yeah, they want to get Jamison Williams more involved in the offense, and as they should. I mean, he's, he's off a of suspension. He's good. He ain't gambling. Go out there, catch the rock, throw him the ball. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. We have had a busy, busy week. I just told you about Giannis Antetokounmpo and – Ballgate? Does it have an official name yet? I don't know. We know about Draymond Green waiting for his next contract in the UFC or the WWE. Shohei Otani introduced as a Dodger. We got a new San Francisco giant. He's from South Korea. He decided to speak English. Brandon Staley just got the boot. We have had a busy week in the world of sports. A lot of wild stories, a lot of wild comments. We're going to talk about them on the other side of the break. I'm going to get some more of your calls. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or... I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, 
You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.